0: Hey, hey, and welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco.
1: And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron.
0: How's it going, Jeff?
1: Uh, pretty rad and a little tubular. How about you, Paco?
0: Sweet. Going sweet, I have to say. <laughs> things, things are good for all you people out there. Jeff and I actually got together uh, recently... It was my birthday, and he came and visited. We were I, I really wanted us to do this show in the same room together, but we just didn't have the time to pull it off.
1: No, it was not going to happen. It's always a tight schedule, but it was a good to see you. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks. A good time, as always. The elite kitchen hangs at the old Paco place. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's always good times. Yeah, no matter what, we open up the whole house, and everyone just goes in the
1: kitchen. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> Back to what we do here at Podcast Valley Sunday.
0: Yes, yes. And uh, what we have is a special episode today. We're traveling back to the wonderful year of 1989. Yes. Which I don't know if everyone thinks it's a wonderful year or whatever, but has a good ring to it for me. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about a couple monkeys' appearances. We'll let you know where you can find them. We're going to... It's some... uh some uh, talk show appearances that the three boys did in 1989, and um, we'll we'll let you know what they are so you can check them out on YouTube because uh, us just talking over them wouldn't do them justice. You, you should really check them out <laughs> for
1: real. And uh, the reason we're doing '89, even though it's kind of like a, it seems like an off year to be talking monkey stuff, but like just in our research for the show and what the clips that were led to, a couple of them were like the, the the first one we're gonna see. Came up just randomly. I'm like, oh, we got to talk about this somehow. And it's from '89, and then we found the second one. Kind of came up, and then we started talking about certain performances in the comments section. And this one is from '89, so we're like, let's talk about Monkeys '89 and uh, see how it fits in the, in the <laughs> scheme of things. It's not a year we talk about a lot when we talk about the Monkeys.
0: Yeah, it is a weird Monkeys year because Pulet comes out what '87. They had their big yes. comeback '86. And then there's kind of nothing going on until '96 when Justice comes out. So yeah. it's odd that in 1989 they were doing a like a major media push for yeah they were some doing reason.
1: a lot of touring and stuff and yeah. um, obviously on TV a bit and, uh, and but there's kind of a a tail end of it vibe to what they're doing. They seem a bit weary, but they still put on a, a good show and it's, they still have a laugh here and there. And it's it's still fun to watch.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely entertaining.
1: <laughs> and, uh, As always.
0: So for me in 1989, I was 11 years old. And that summer was when I was first uh, exposed to the Monkees TV show. I would go to my grandma's house and uh, in the mornings and on this one channel. I think it was like channel 49, like a weird Buffalo channel you could only get if you didn't have cable.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. This was before the much music times when we really, really got into it. Oh yeah.
0: This was like, it w- I didn't, I didn't know that the monkeys were when I was watching it then, like we're a, a, sh- a show first. Like I thought, obviously the monkeys are better than the Beatles because the monkeys got a TV show out of it. <laughs> and I thought they were a band that then got a TV show.
1: Uh, what the Beatles have? A lousy black and white movie? Come on.
0: Exactly. I didn't even know they had movies. I, I didn't know anything <laughs> about the Beatles. Just I know they didn't have a TV show that I was watching every morning. And uh so that was my that was like I remember Steppin' Stone. I loved like I, I loved that song so much from the TV show back in eighty nine.
1: Well they're retreat <laughs> in a few minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. And so, yeah. yeah, so for me, that was, so when we did get back into the monkeys in high school, mm-hmm. I kind of knew like, oh yeah, the monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're funny. And I just knew the show for the most part.
1: Do you have any specific memories of the show watching it at Granny's Place back then?
0: Not enough to pick Probably out an episode.
1: Overlaid by your other monkey memories watching it again in the 90s. And exactly. Again, again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just a show I thought was funny. And I, I thought, I remember thinking, I, I really liked Davey. I thought he, he was my favorite off the bat. I think cause he was wow. like little, like
1: and I was little. so He's I, relatable back yeah,
0: then. Yeah. Yeah. And he always got the girls and I thought that was cool. So
1: yeah. I like Davy. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so that was, that's my
1: 1989. Yeah. I was like uh 12 most of the year, I guess. I guess that's how time works. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was not in high school yet and I was in the, the gifted class and, uh, It was a Mm -hmm. weird time for music in general because, like, hair metal was fading out, and like, just like Aerosmith and like Guns N' Roses were like the big bands at the time who weren't really hair metal, but they were kind of like more serious. But, um, Mm -hmm. and it was also what you might call the golden age of hip hop. Would you say, Paco?
0: It's coming up to one of them. It was like uh, the beginning of like it's
1: on the rise, big time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like.
0: Where hip hop eventually went, this is where it started to congeal into that kind of sound and like lots of yeah. samples and that kind of thing. That's what I was really into when I was younger was hip hop. So old yeah. school hip hop now, but at the time it was new school.
1: <laughs> and it's weird to think of how the monkeys are, are, are just another climate for the monkeys to try to like make a dent in, and show yeah. up on TV shows and try to get some attention. And uh, yeah, they, so they, weird. they literally been through it all.
0: Yeah, for real. For real. Because, yeah, now when you look back at these interviews, it's like, wow, they look so young. <laughs> because, and if you grew up with the monkeys, like if, say, if you're a teenager or like an yeah. early, like a tween, when the monkeys came out originally, when they come out again in like 1989, it do, probably to you, it does not feel that long ago that mm-hmm, the sure. monkeys were so, it was like 20 years ago, essentially. A little yeah, over just a
1: little over twenty years,
0: yeah, and um so it'd be like the the turn of the century now for us, and it's like that does not seem that long ago, <laughs> but
1: yeah, yeah, for sure,
0: it'd be like like the strokes now coming out. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, the strokes they're everywhere, <laughs> it's like they've been around for like twenty five <laughs> <just said>.
1: years, <laughs> anyway, our first clip today comes from something called the Pat Sajak show, mm-hmm. which I think was a syndicated deal. I don't know if it was a network specific thing. You see, at the time, Johnny Carson was just wrapping up his gig at The Tonight Show, which had dominated uh, the late-night viewing schedule for years, and Jay Leno was going to take over, but a lot of pretenders to the throne were throwing their hat in the ring around this time, like Chevy Chase had a show, uh, Joan Rivers had jump-shipped over the Fox with the Late Show, and uh, Arsenio, I think, was picking up steam. Maybe, yeah. And also, Pat Sajak was around. And uh, Pat Sajak is, uh, he hosts a show called Wheel of Fortune in America, well, North America. And it's probably aired around the world, but not maybe not everywhere. But he was already famous for hosting a game show, and he wanted to host a talk show. And the show he hosts, he hosts Wheel of Fortune, which is like Hangman with a big colorful wheel. And he's been doing this, he still does it, it's been 40-something years, and he is America's most over it game show host at this point.
0: Yeah, he's very quick and very funny. And uh, I think that's why a, a talk show could have really suited him well.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. kind of a, a neutral personality. He's a friendly dude. And um, and you see it come through here. He like, knows, knows how to talk to people knows how to make yeah. them look good, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I remember he left Wheel of Fortune when he got this show. And then he uh, did this for a few years, I guess, and then went back to it. To yeah, kick it. it
1: wasn't around forever. It didn't get canceled right away, I don't think, but it was not like super successful. I think yeah. it lasted longer than Chevy Chase's show, which is just fine.
0: Yeah, that show was in and out. And again, he was another guy who everybody thought was going to take over the Tonight Show. But uh, I think he just, everyone hated him too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chevy Chase is too much of an asshole to be a, any sort of host. Yeah. <laughs> you expect him to give a shit about other people is a, it's a big ask.
0: I remember when I did watch his show and it came out because I love Chevy Chase when I was younger. Yeah. I still
1: like I now, amigos, now it's conflicting. Flinch? It's conflicting
0: come now with Chevy Chase because he is such an asshole. But yeah. I remember he had a piano and when he was interviewing people, he'd play the piano at the same time. <laughs> There's like <laughs> ambient music. And so that's the one thing I remember. But anyway. So yeah, the Pat Sajak show. The monkeys come out, it's the three of them, like Mickey, Davey, Peter. Mm-hmm. And they when they come out, they are shot out of a cannon. <laughs> they are all over the place going crazy yeah, man. and it and they're just singing. no one Dave has a tambourine yeah but that's it and they they sing Stepping Stone right off the bat. At one part, Mickey does a spin move, and he knocks the mic over, but catches it before it yes. gets away from him, and even yes. gives Peter a little look to <laughs> be like, whoa, Peter. see that? Like,
1: I was- yep. it's, it's a minute 30 into this clip, and uh, you see him do it. When uh, he starts singing the second verse, I think. Yeah. And he catches the mic. He's like, oh, I'm hot shit. And then they cut to Pete, and he's like, nah, whatever. His Peter's yeah. like unimpressed.
0: Yeah, Peter. In this performance, yeah. Peter's weird in both of these performances, in both of these shows, I guess. But uh,
1: it's it's particularly odd when he doesn't have an instrument.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he knows what to do with himself, and so he's just kind of bouncing around and like they're all it's pretty they're all singing the whole time it seems. Yes,
1: <laughs> and the, yeah, the band itself is off to the side. Yeah, it's it's, it's a weird setup, but um. Well, yeah, as the boys giving her looking super 80s. Yeah. Mickey looks great, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, he does. And uh, I believe this was uh, June 30th, 1989. Oh, wow. And they'd been on the road, and it's like kind of in the middle of the whole thing.
0: That was a great time, June 30th, 89, I'll tell you what. Then when they go and they sit down, they're like a bag of dropped marbles. Cause they're all over the place. Like <laughs> it's insane how much energy they have. I don't know if they're all on cocaine or whatever the heck, but they are just everywhere.
2: <laughs> it's ridiculous. What is that? Peter? It's
0: just.
1: It's, it's part of George's story.
2: <laughs> yeah, a very sick butt. You got that right. A very sick
1: butt. Well, I think Pete's on something.
0: It seems like it, and it, it's also the one of the guests before them. You can see on the couch is George Hamilton.
1: Yeah, that's unreal.
0: Yeah, Mr. Leatherface
1: and it's a strange seeing him with dark hair.
0: It, yeah, I thought that too. I thought that too. And it's also that I don't know when you see like older talk shows they seemed way more loose than they do mm-hmm. now. And so like like they're kind of talking to Hamilton and he's talking back to them and Pat says some stuff and it kind of is just like this free for all with the right, monkeys yeah. in the middle of it.
1: And uh and also, June 30th, apparently in 1972, was the date uh, Joanne was on the charts. Also, do you know that on this date in what, 1972, Joanne was the number one song in this country? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mike Nesmithson!
1: I don't know if Pat Sajak thought that was a Monkey's song because the boys kind of take it, they play it off okay. But, <laughs> like, dude.
0: It's, it must have been like one of his staff just said, oh, hey, look, and they just knew Mike Nesmith was in the Monkey's. Like, oh, hey, yeah, they have the song in the charts. Oh yeah, okay, let's bring that up. And at one
1: point it's, it's bound to not be awkward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, okay, okay. Now, do you find whenever the monkeys are on a talk show, even when Mickey was recently on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. it feels like awkward? Like as a fan, I'm always like on the edge of my seat, like, "Oh my god, how's this going to go?" <laughs> Just because uh th- the monkeys are like they're they're in their own orbit. Yes. And so then when they're talking to people outside of the orbit or other people who don't know much or anything about the monkeys are watching them, yeah. they must be like, what, what a weird group of people these are. What a weird person Mickey <laughs> Dolan is just because, yeah, it's just like the stories okay. they tell. I think they're so used to telling fans that when they just have to tell people, they don't mm. quite go over as well as they do with fans.
1: Like they've only told these stories half a million times, not a million yet. Yeah. So Mickey's pushing but, uh, a million now. but they're quick with a little improv comedy here and there. They'll, they'll grab a prop that if they if something. Yeah. Someone mentioned something, they'll come up with a little riff, like on the spot.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and at one point, Davey's talking to George Hamilton. Because he, I, I believe it was like a horse race and he presented the winner. Yes. And it might have been one of Davies things or something. Because they have like a, a conversation that no one has any idea what they're talking about. I
2: actually have to thank
3: him because I was watching him on television in England a couple of weeks ago when they were running the derby and he gave the winner.
1: Oh. Indian River, right? Thank oh. you very much. <laughs> Somebody won something, How it did you know, like. George? Yeah. <laughs> they're talking about a horse race. I guess uh, Hamilton either... I don't know, tipped them off for who the winner was going to be or whatever and it's really a little inside moment with a couple of famous people.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It's a weird another weird situation.
1: Right.
0: And uh they plug the Hollywood the Hollywood Bowl show with Mike. We dug
1: up or maybe it was was Bowl, the
0: Hollywood Bowl but are playing yeah. <laughs> Um, you guys, you guys yes, all yes. saw this
3: ad individually. Yeah, it says madness that. auditions. Was, uh, Must come down to interview. Me. That was
2: the tricky no. part. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Um, Let's give a a shout out to the screaming <laughs> people
0: in the audience. Holy man, people are happy to see the monkeys. Now speaking of young women, when you were when you were getting these screams uh, when you first started, and and the young girls were chasing you. Yeah.
1: They got a handful of people, and when Pete does the how he controls the crowd,
0: yeah, yeah, gets them to cheer and gets them to shut up like on a dime. We particularly like the control. That's it. <laughs> Ready?
1: <laughs> Boy. That was good. <laughs> yeah. That was a cute little moment, and uh, when they talk about their kids, like the idea of um, like grown up rock stars who are like 40-ish and have children. This is kind of a new concept because yeah. you know, rock and roll is only uh, like 25 years old itself. And yeah. a lot of rock stars didn't make it this far, either fame-wise or life-wise. Yep. So so it, it's kind of an accomplishment for the monkeys to be, you know, on tour, on TV. People are still screaming. It's like kind of a big deal.
0: For real. And it's again, it's one of the weirdest things about the monkeys. It's like... People who aren't into them be like, who that? Who would care? Who would care about this? And then I think if they go to a show or if they see something with the monkeys, like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> people really still care about this band. And it's like, yeah, we sure that do.
1: Everybody except the monkeys' own kids, apparently. A hundred percent, of course. <laughs> they talk about how they react to them, and Peter tells a very clumsy story about <laughs> getting an autograph of Rowdy Roddy Viper, who he uh, oh. misnames brutally in his anecdote
3: when roddy McDowell was passed to. I got my my his autograph for my son. mike he was all over me. Dad, God, thanks, Dad. Dad, Rowdy, roddy no, Rowdy, excuse me, Rowdy, Roddy McPiper. He was a, Piper, a wrestler. Roddy, yeah. McDowell is somebody else. Yeah, I'll get Roddy it McDowell rarely wrestles. Anyway, somebody, my kid liked this guy, and that was that was insanity for him.
0: He never gets the name right. He says like, and even Pat Sajak is like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Like, come on, man. He calls him like. <laughs> Rowdy
1: Mc- McDowell very rarely wrestles. Yeah. Does.
0: yeah like Peter what is going on it's a very awkward interview the whole thing I found and at one point uh, Pat brings up the new monkeys did you guys pay any attention a couple of years ago when they were when they had this this search for the new monkeys and I think they even oh no no no
3: no well, they
0: did. Reunized, they pornized. did a TV show. They did,
3: they did their best. Yeah. yeah. And, did you? And, did well, it bother you? Did it? Uh, oh no, 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 no. I th- we wish them the best of luck, and and. Um...
1: Not their series, but them personally. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I, I suggested that we went
1: after their families. <laughs> Oh, by this time, the New Monkeys was dead and buried. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're like so fine old. with how that played out. It was probably the first time anybody mentioned the New Monkeys in a year and a half.
0: You know what? I bet you the New Monkeys seemed longer ago than the original Monkeys seemed in 1989 <laughs> because they got buried so
1: deep. I'm not sure we mentioned it on our New Monkeys episode, but it took longer to find the New Monkeys than it took for the show to get canceled.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> Poor New Monkeys.
1: So, but S- Sajak's doing a pretty good job. He hits all the notes. Like, he talks about yep. the, the, the ad in the paper. He talks about the new monkeys. He talks about uh, how they're a fake band and the crowd boos them again.
0: Now, there was a rap on you guys when, when you were first getting started that, hey, these are not real musicians and performers. It's kind of a manufactured group and they don't really have. Right? Hey, hey, I'm just reporting what
3: was in the papers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cool thing when he talks about the, the wanted ad in the papers, like, he has a printout of it, like a big enlargement of it that he pulls out and the guy's like oh my god yeah there it is that's it
1: yeah that's that's not as easy to find back then as it is now
0: oh yeah for sure for sure but
1: i I bet you you printed it off a commodore 64 yeah you can see it
0: still has the uh, holes on the side of the pages
1: (laughs) the tractor feed (laughs) frou-frou yes yeah they did not launch into the jimi hendrix whole deal which i had a feeling they were going to but they, they didn't
0: yeah i thought so too but then uh they get to play another song and and Pat Sajak is stoked. He's like, oh, this is my favorite monkey song. Did you guys do this for me? And like, yeah, yeah, we did. And then they uh, go yeah, off.
1: Sure thing, Pat.
0: Yeah. And then they play Pleasant Valley Sunday, which was cool. Yes. Actually, my favorite monkey song. Did you choose it just for me? Oh, these guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the monkeys.
1: I wish they would have taken the time to uh, teach that guitar player the riff.
0: One hundred percent. That's the first thing. I didn't even really. I, I couldn't decide if he was trying to play that or Clarksville because it just sounded so clunky. I think, and yeah, I was, was like, having this having guy doesn't. With it too. Yeah, I'm like, this guy doesn't know what's going on here. Because I and then I was, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And it was just like, bro, what are you doing here? <laughs> you don't know what's going on. And then when they start to play, George Hamilton comes back out and gives each of them a dollar bill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot lot of money back then,
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You could buy a case of Pop. (laughs) And and again, that goes back to the looseness of talk shows in the past. Like, he just saunters on while the band's playing and gives them
1: a dollar. Yeah. It's definitely a, a different vibe. Like, this was like a nighttime talk show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. But it feels like a daytime talk show. Like... It's, it doesn't feel as stodgy as like the Tonight Show did back when uh, Johnny and Ed were on it. It's not not a stuffy grown-up but, thing with the big band and all that.
0: But even yes. then on the show, the guys come out and they'd have drinks and be talking to each other. And it was a very loose, I think maybe in the later years, perhaps it got more tightened up. Yeah. But in the older days, feel, see Dean Martin was less
1: out. grown up than the Tonight Show did at the time because it was definitely getting old back then.
0: I think it's just less professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and and during the song too, Peter again, he's he's turned right up. And kind of acting like a jackass. <laughs> like It's just like, oh, my God, dude.
1: Like They are, are boogieing around. And I thought you'd have more to say about their attire, Paco.
0: Yeah. I, I think uh the next one we talk about, uh, their attire blew me away more. So I kind of focus on that. They do, but I do they like do Mickey's hat. Up. Mickey's got the, the same hat he has in the picture of them with the walk on the Walk of Fame oh, that yeah. was in the box set. And he's huh. got that kind. It's not a cowboy hat. It's not quite a crocodile Dundee hat. It's somewhere yeah. in the middle.
1: It's a general exploring hat.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: My uh, Mickey has taken over the role of the one with the hat from yeah. here on out.
0: <laughs> pretty much, man. But yeah, overall, the Pat Sajak show, we, we definitely say it's on YouTube. Go check it out. Even just to see a very young Pat Sajak <laughs> as well.
1: <laughs> that is pretty cool. What can you do? It didn't work out for old Pat, but uh, it was, it's yeah. good to see the monkeys on the show here. And uh, good song choices.
0: Great song choices. That was a the thing that blew me away kind of the most, like opening with Stone" again, like mm-hmm. in 89, that was my favorite. If I'd known this was on, I probably would have watched it. <laughs> and, uh, and then Pleasant Valley Sundays is not a song you would think they'd go to for a talk show song.
1: Up next on our trip back to 1989, we got a clip from, uh, Nashville now, which aired on the Nashville network, AKA TNN on, uh, August 15th, 1989. Now TNN, was originally the Nashville Network, based out of Nashville, and very, uh, very country centric. It later evolved to just TNN, not necessarily Nashville stuff. It evolved to Spike TV, yeah. and then which played like Cops 12 hours a day most of the time for a while. And then uh, I don't even know what it is now. Is Spike TV still a thing? I haven't had cable for a few years.
0: I don't know. I don't know what. It, didn't wasn't M X C also on Spike TV?
1: Ooh, I think you're right. Now, it, it that was a had like,
0: like, like extreme sports as well and stuff like that. Yeah. It, was a, it, was it was a ridiculous the, uh, channel.
1: It was the Axe body spray of channels.
0: I was going to say it's the monster energy drink of channels. But yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, essentially. It
1: was, it's, yeah. it's like there's some sort of bond between us, cuz. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here on Nashville Now, it's hosted by Roger Miller, who is a country music demigod. He sings uh, King of the Road.
0: King of the Road. And Nashville now is a country show. Like... All the way. It's a down home. Like, just his voice and the set even and everything about it just oozes yeah. country, which is kind of surprising why the monkeys showed up on the Nashville network.
1: Well, as we're about to see, they're kind of uh, prepared for such an event. And you can't say that about every rock and roll band.
0: It's true. It's it's unfortunate, but it's true. <laughs> Where we're going, and,
1: uh, and right away, Roger Miller seems to have some brief technical difficulties.
0: I was just say he's he's lost right off the bat.
3: When my next when my next guest took over the airwaves in the mid '60s, am I on?
0: I just can't hear me.
3: <laughs>
0: it, it's like a cable access show. <laughs> Completely flabbergasted, right but, back from commercial break.
1: But he makes a really astute observation about it. Like uh being the beginning of the video age.
3: In the mid sixties, little did we know that we were experiencing experiencing the dawn of a video age. Actually, when I first saw him, I wasn't sure what I was experiencing, but I knew I liked it.
1: Yeah, they get into it in the interview later, but yeah, he's like he was it was the start of something, and he knew that. And like from the point that out it's very uh very uh it's an astute observation by Roger Miller.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's like he just seems like like a good old boy kind of naive, but you can tell he knows what's going on and what he's doing as a host of a show.
1: Yeah. He's a, he's a pro.
0: Yeah, he is. He is. But, but, but the, uh, uh, ambiance makes you feel that it's not going to be a professional vibe in the place. Exactly. But it's also a show that was on all the time. So he's been doing it for a while.
1: (laughs) Knows the business and, uh, and uh, yeah, and then he lets, lets the boys get right to it, doesn't he?
0: Yep. Yep. And so, yeah. Th- so the boys come out and right away, Peter looks rough, rough, rough. Like <laughs> he just came in after a four day bender on the streets. Like.
1: <laughs> I just They just poked him with a stick after a, a heroin nap, oh, I think.
0: Man, his hair is ridiculous. It's all over the place.
1: His, make sure you make sure you get my good side. I don't think there is a good side, Pete.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, go in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but, and we'll we'll get into what they're wearing later, just to to keep you waiting on that one, because they are all. Oh,
1: it's, the only, it's the only reason anybody's listening, Paco. <laughs> <laughs> the fashion for, Paco, for red carpet Paco to tear down the fashion,
0: <laughs> man. I could do it now if you want
1: <laughs> you could, let's, let's save it up
0: yeah okay so uh so they play Daydream Believer with the most country looking band cheer
2: up <laughs> sleepy oh what can it mean to a daydream believer and a homecoming queen
0: <laughs> The guy, the one guy has like a Rickenbacker, but he's sitting in a chair and it's like between his <laughs> knees, and he's playing it like up, almost like how you play a banjo, kind of.
1: Yeah. And it's what is what is this rock and roll?
0: Yeah, and it, it, just a Rickenbacker on stage with a country band looks weird to me for some
1: reason. A little, little bit, a little bit. It's not as versatile as a, like a strap. Yeah. Or a telly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he's he's doing it. But so they, and again, they're all just playing. They're all just singing, I mean, for this song. Yes. And uh, they're all acting super weird and ad libby. The shaven raises cold. Ooh, stinks. Yeah, and Peter's uh, being weird. And yeah, it's just an interesting, like.
1: They mentioned it during the interview. It is winding down now. It's a month and a half after that Pat Sage acting. And it's like. It's winding down. It looks
0: like <laughs> it's six years later. Like like,
1: <laughs> for Pete, certainly. Yeah. But they, they might be kind of getting a little uh, little ready for the next thing by this point.
0: Yeah. But it really makes it seem like if we thought the Pat Sajak show was loose, this <laughs> Nashville now is something else.
1: When I say ready for the next thing, the next thing for Pete might be a blood transfusion.
0: Yeah. At the very least, a long nap. Like, <laughs> he, <laughs> he needs both. And uh, honestly, when Peter's saying, I'm not even sure his mic is on, because he's kind of hopping in and out, and like, yeah. you can't really tell. And then there's yeah. a there's a weird like saxophone solo going on too during the like the chorus. Everybody
2: sing it. Along. <laughs>
1: the guy who usually plays the jug yeah exactly <laughs> to give him something else to play boom
0: boom 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 just Horfin in the jug <laughs> so then the song wraps up and they go bouncing over to the host there and <laughs> the host has has no idea who writes what And hey, let me ask you something did Neil Diamond write that song just then no John Stewart John Stewart,
3: John Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. ah Daydream Believer Neil Diamond
1: wrote I'm a believer
3: yeah yeah. I'm a and and little
1: Murray me, had little a hit with you. that too A couple of years ago Yeah, Vicky is quick to point out He wrote uh, I'm a believer And also Little bit me Little bit you yep. But it was neat The little uh, thing Where they talk about How Roger knew them Back on the show like, yep. I think they were both At NBC at the time And they had like they they go back. They're buddies. Well, do you remember the <laughs> day we saw more you? of us, Roger? We yeah. saw you down at Burbank Studio when you were filming your TV show. Yeah. Um And uh, we, I've got a great picture on my wall at home in England of uh, the four of us with you outside your limo. You know, you're oh, standing yeah. there. Pretty I want cool. you. I want
3: you to send me that. Lemon. That was a
0: lemon. Is a lemon? lemon. It was actually one yeah. of those California lemon. lemons, <laughs> aren't they? And Mickey says, uh, "He's like, hey, why,
3: why is it I always start talking like this when I come to Nashville?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: like. I don't know if he's making fun of them or what he's doing, just being Mickey, I guess.
1: I think that's just the uh, Mick reading the room and adapting to the environment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He talks about Mickey. Well, you were famous before the monkeys because you were in Circus Boy. You know, Mickey was a star
3: before the monkeys, a child star. As they say, Circus Boy. Yeah. I'm glad. It's
2: great. It's terrific. It's the best show on earth. The circus will be in town today. He's
0: going to do a
1: new <laughs> show. It's going to be called Circus Man. Circus
0: Man. Circus Man. Circus Man. Yeah. and then it goes uh, into like a live commercial that Roger does to the camera
1: oh my god it's my
3: favorite part of the whole thing oh my god Nashville now just excuse me just for a second if you will they've been trying to get my attention for a while Nashville now is brought to you by Goodies hey I thought Goodies was a (laughs) gumdrop I'm sorry Bright Goodies provides fast pain relief with the most effective combination of ingredients you can buy without a prescription. <laughs> that's a lie. Well, anyway, I'll just say-
1: I'm not sure what the good people at Goodies Headache Powder <laughs> did to Roger Miller, but boy, oh boy, he, he is not interested in promoting them whatsoever. He
0: calls them liars.
1: <laughs> like, it, you can't get a uh, stronger thing without a prescription. Well, that's a lie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Roger doesn't give a crap Who's paying they the bill.
1: Some kid in the audience is like Oh Roger like,
0: Yeah what the fuck? Yeah Roger's gonna roge
1: <laughs> Roger's gonna roge
0: So then they <laughs> They go to a commercial And they come back And then the boys play One of the bottom cuts On the random out of countdown
1: a-, a song that needs no introduction And deserves no introduction
0: <laughs> D.W. Washburn D.W. Washburn
3: I heard a sweet voice say
1: D-W-O-S-P-A.
0: This is your lucky day Yeah, but, but one good thing is Peter has a banjo. Yes. And he's playing it. And if, if just going technically, it's a very good rendition of the song. Like, it sounds perfect. Yeah. So, you know, and and, that, and again, they're on the Nashville Network. He, You, you got to play to your audience, right? So, they're of course, yes. they're going to pull out DW. And it's almost like, man, if they're probably thinking, if only we got Nez to come for this one here, he could, like, play Saginaw or, or you know, something.
1: <laughs> Way deep.
0: Yeah, to really, okay. really. Any, any really
1: Mike-style tune would have been pretty rad. And they, well, well, we'll get to the next song in a minute. Yeah. Well, yeah, this, this song just lets Mickey do his uh, extra ham thing
0: does he ever man they he really he really plays it up yeah so then they finish that song and then they're all sitting on the chairs kind of thing and then Davey says like hey how about we play uh, one of Michael's songs and then Mickey (laughs) launches into full Mickey
3: Hey Mickey, why don't you do one of the songs that Michael used to sing? Yeah, what a good idea. Michael Jackson. I'm mad! I'm
1: mad! No, 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 not Michael Jackson.
3: Michael! Oh! Michael! Stupid! George Michael. I've got the head thing! No! 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 Michael! Michael! Michael!
0: Michael! Oh, Michael Jordan! Mickey! Michael Jordan didn't even play music.
1: Peter would you get on with
0: Michael Nesmith oh, Michael Nesmith yeah. yeah right they start to play what am I doing hanging around which is pretty yeah. awesome and Peter sings yeah. it
3: just to my Yankee I went down to Mexico I didn't have much time to spend about a week or so Now I live together and each other. girl who loved me so found myself a thinking when the
2: time had come to go that
1: be right
0: yeah which is really cool and he's also playing the banjo again as well for that and oh, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, it's cool to see that they they played a Mike Nesmith i guess they kind of again had to if they're trying to stick somewhat country cuz yes. I, I don't know if you know i want to be free is going to work
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's not a written by Mike song. It's, uh, I forget who wrote it, but it's like, you know, Mike sang it originally. It's kind of a Mike tune. Yeah. And uh, they could have done Listen to the Band, which they do a lot without oh, yeah. Mike. Yeah, true, true. I think a couple of the times I've seen them, they do play Listen to the Band without Mike. But um, it was just, uh, but they did good. This was a good uh, a good stop at the old TNN. Uh, yeah, it seems uh, they're getting kind of beat.
0: Yeah, it's something else. What
1: but do you got to say about them duds? I was going to
0: say, we can get into the wardrobe here. Okay. It's fucking atrocious. Like, <laughs> each one of them. Davey is wearing this, like, I don't know what kind of blue, royal blue suit. It almost looks like a villain from the 70s Doctor Who.
1: I mean, it's only it's got like the, it's on backwards.
0: Yeah. There's no collar. And there's no there's buttons going kind of down the side so the whole yeah. fabric wraps around him. Yeah.
1: And,
0: and the pants match exactly. It's almost like a jumpsuit. <laughs> and his is the best out of what everybody's wearing. Cuz Mickey That's not promising. Is wearing like denim pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> it's got
1: some Mickey's Mickey's raiding Bev Goldberg's closet again. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, it's un- I I don't even know how to describe what he's wearing. And it's almost like it's opened up too. So he has like a t-shirt underneath, but it's got some kind of pattern on it. But I can't yeah, tell like what it is.
1: planets or headfo- like music stuff? I'm I, not sure. I also thought it was, thought it was
0: sheep at one point. I couldn't tell what it was.
1: <laughs> it's possible.
0: Okay. Now Peter, like oof. Now Peter, he, he's oh, wearing like my grandma's curtains or something. <laughs> it's like enormous on him. It it almost looks like David <laughs> oh Byrne in the talking heads we wore that enormous <laughs> <Pretty> suit. <much. laughs> except Peter doesn't have the shoulder pads in it, so it's just like draped down to his knees.
1: It's and, weird. And, weird look.
0: And just because of Peter's overall disheveledness of this whole thing, you're just like, <laughs> What happened? Like, if you hadn't seen the monkeys since the sixties, essentially, and like, oh the monkeys are on Nashville now, let's watch this and you saw this, you'd be like, What happened to Peter? Like I don't he know. It, it's, it's, uh, it's unreal. And I don't mean to rag on Peter with this, but it, you can't I not watch this episode and be like, what happened here?
1: I think Pete was the least excited about what was coming next. I like, agree. The, the less, I, yeah. like the less, the least on the docket. Like I think Mickey still had kind of a career directing yeah. in England and stuff. Cause they do
0: talk about that, uh, his, his, mm-hmm. uh, directing career and all that in England.
1: Yeah, which is a neat thing to mention.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And then Davey said he's he's doing going back to doing plays and stuff, doing all of it. but yeah, you're right. I think Peter was like, okay, cool. Now I'm.
1: You just said somebody to keep doing the rock and roll and like okay, I get, go back to not getting paid to do music.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, take it back to my roots. <laughs> but yeah, and so anyway, and that's 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 Nashville now <laughs> episode. It's
1: different, different vibe from the Pat Sajak show. A lot less Hollywood, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, it's almost like the Pat Sajak show was a low budget show trying to look high budget.
1: <laughs>
0: and the Nashville Now show was like a higher budget show but trying to look down home.
1: Yes, I think you nailed it there, Paco. And uh
0: and it's almost like the Nashville show worked better as a talk to- and also that show went on forever from what I recall anyway.
1: I think you're right. It was like their flagship show.
0: Yeah. It was, I, I can honestly say I probably never ever watched it in my life, but I always knew it was on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Goes zipping past TNN. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah. So there you go. I, I encourage everybody to check these out now that we've talked about them. And I don't know if we if we talked about them enough that you're like, I want to see this. Or if you're like, I don't ever want to see these <laughs> at
1: all. But it's pretty neat. And it's it's pretty neat that the technology and the availability of these things is such that we can start to get caught up on these old clips from when we were like too young to be like into it at the time Mm -hmm. is it was just lost to the land of winds and ghosts but now we can just look it up and watch it whenever and it does shed
0: some light on this this time of the monkeys where they're not putting anything out but they're still out there doing it
1: like yeah yeah I pull is it, it two years in the rear view, the new monkeys came and went, uh, whatever momentum they had is kind of fizzling out and you really don't know what's next for them.
0: Well, really you don't hear from them again until justice and the TV yeah. special and all that.
1: Yeah. Like we heard about them on the reruns in the nineties on much music, yeah. which is Canadian MTV, except it was better, but less cool. <laughs> um and it was like I think Mickey put out his book.
0: Yep, that's right, yeah.
1: And uh like I picked it up the other day and read the like the intro, his forward and it's it's kind of like the uh the Shatner speech on SNL. But <laughs> he's telling the Star Trek fans got to get a life. He's like this is a show I did. Like wait, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like this is 20 30 years ago. Move on people. Yeah.: <laughs> general vibe like that, in case anyone was going to pick on him or like, you know, critique his uh, knowledge of the details, like just <laughs> let me tell the story, just back off. Yeah. Also, let plug it real quick. I'm a believer, written by Mickey Dolan's the book. A+.":
0: It's a great book. Yeah, yeah. I also have it. We put a bunch of our books in storage, but I kept that one out, and I was like, no, I'd Good like to, to revisit this
1: one. That was super that, important in terms of our fanship of the monkeys and like Definitely, because it was the only new th- thing. To hear Mickey's story of it all is so cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: He has cool uh, uh, ways of doing it, like a script, like fade yes. in, exterior, beach, you know, day. and
1: That made it extra cool.
0: Yeah, it's pretty neat.
1: So that was that. And uh, up next, we've decided to uh, do one of our famous live reactions to some Monkey music. Now, Paco and I have not seen this yet. Um, on one of the comment sections of one of our recent countdown videos, we got into a discussion about uh, Through the Looking Glass, and somebody mentioned the, uh, a video clip from 1989. I'm pretty sure this is the one they're talking about, but perhaps they'll let us know. Yeah. It was a conversation with one of our commenters, the Mo Muzi- <laughs> The Mo Muzak. The Mo Muzak. I'm not sure if it's a Muzak reference. The dude's name is Mo, and he's into Muzak. Dunno. But the Mo Muzak sent us some comments. Feel free, everybody. Send us some comments on the YouTube page. And uh, we pointed out this. Uh, we thought maybe we should check out this live version, because I think we mentioned when we, were, we got to it on the countdown. that I don't think we'd seen a live version of it. Yeah. So I think we're about to right about now.
0: Okay. what is Davey wearing <laughs> like a grinder monkey outfit
1: so this is earlier in the year Birmingham UK yeah so we got
0: Peter on the keys there
1: <laughs> everybody loves him.
0: oh my goodness look at Mickey there
1: Oh, he's beautiful
0: So Mickey's got like, it's like a Chiquita banana suit on or something Oh Jesus
3: <laughs> Oh my god go. look at
0: the rack on Mickey Mickey's got like a sports bra on essentially
1: <laughs> oh
0: so Is Davey dressed up like a
1: matador? Yeah, it looks like.
0: So this is definitely like a, like a skit,
1: going on. Yes. Extreme crowd work. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, sexy jokes. I like it when you're a little
0: right. Mickey's in great shape. He's showing off the abs. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a big boa and he's spinning it around as he's seen it in this dress. He's got pantyhose on too.
1: <laughs> Beautiful.
0: This this show would be banned in Arkansas right now.
1: No doubt. <laughs> I think they didn't bust this out on uh, Nashville Network. <laughs> but when you picture Mickey singing this song in general, you kind of expect him to be strutting around the stage. For doing sure. something glammy, right?
0: I didn't picture him wearing a dress and a
1: halter top. Not quite this far. No. But at least a boa, I think. <laughs>
0: man I, I wonder how they decided oh Mickey's strutting <laughs> yeah buddy so I, I wonder yeah when they're deciding what to do they're like you know what we should have a part <laughs> it's where Mickey comes out and drag and Davey dances <laughs> with him dressed as a matador And how did Peter get away with just being dressed up as Peter?
1: Well, he snuck (laughs) off stage. He's got to go tune up the banjo, apparently. Oh.
0: (laughs) You just tell someone to shut up?
1: Yep.
2: I know, I know that note, I know that note. What a way <laughs> to make a lane. Oh Here we go. Woo!
1: How a
0: boy, Nick. <laughs> Amazing. See, if he was wearing a full shirt, he would have never hit that note. <laughs> <laughs> It's showing a lot of leg though, Mickey
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those are not the legs of an athlete
0: Yeah, oh yeah (laughs) And the rack of a porn star I think the bass player has a headless bass.
1: Oh yeah. That's how you know it's the 80s. It's
0: true. And the drummer has 2,000 drums.
1: Ooh. Mickey's not quite hitting those album version notes, tell you what.
0: That would. Could you imagine? All the glass would break. They like it! They like it! So just so you know, Mickey's like dancing around trying to keep the song going and Davey's pulling him off stage. He's
1: doing the he's doing the Mary Mary thing from the uh, yeah. on tour where he just wants to exactly. keep doing
0: it. Yeah. Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Pelvic thrusts. When you pelvic thrust at Davey, it's like your pelvic is going right in his face. He's so little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Davey's dragging him off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh man, his uh, dress has come down a little bit.
1: Uh
0: oh. Oh wow! Davy just picked Mickey up and carried him off stage. Davy
1: is wow.
0: Low center of gravity.
1: Man, oh man. Jockey muscles. It
0: always, yeah, exactly.
1: Crowd goes wild. Mickey Dolans, ladies and gentlemen. How could you not?
3: Thank you, thank you very much. The middle aged Vic. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: or the Thespian. So what have team we here? Dolans and Jones, an act as exciting as its name. <laughs> um,
3: I'm going to do for you now.
0: Peter looks great compared to the interviews we just saw. Uh to yeah. He looks healthy and awesome. <laughs> and his jokes are killing.
3: Where it was so strong that it was in the top 10 or higher oh, yeah. for the entire decade 1872-1880. New, new now. It's, it's called cripple Creek and it goes something like this.
1: Oh. Oh. There it is, there it is. Wah, well, uh, Pete. Yeah, this is like hey. April '89. We've gone back to earlier in the year, I think.
0: Yeah. And here at Cripple Creek Live, it always kills. I'm surprised they didn't up. do this on Nashville. Now, actually, this would have been
1: a no joke. This would have really. Not sure Pete was in the condition.
0: That's a very good point. <laughs> See, Peter's got like the pleated 80s pants, like the loud-looking shirt kind of, but it it looks great, and he looks great. Look at him.
1: Oh, wow. In the zone. These these limey Brits are loving this Appalachian (laughs) hillbilly.
0: For real, eh? Someone stood up in front of the camera. Out in front. There we go.
1: Whoa. Really technical A theme in our 89 show.
0: Yeah, it's a nod to Jimi Hendrix opening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jimmy taught him difficult.
0: Oh, it's like right now you can like hear the person with the camera talking to people around them.
1: Yeah. yeah, uh, shit's like, uh, something's wrong with the thing.
0: Probably is asking people to get out of the way. Oh! Oh, who got- Hello. It just cut to some like old monkeys footage of them running around in the rafters. I thought it was Pete doing like an Eddie Vedder.
1: <laughs> I guess the
0: end love is. That old stuff.
2: <laughs> what did he say? What did he
3: say? You know, speaking of old, I Please don't speak of
1: I wonder if they just uh, scrapped the video for this. I
0: think they must have. I think someone got in front of them and they couldn't see anything, so they just put up some video of the guys running around the rafters of the studio.
1: (laughs) This video is a bit raggedy. Ooh, look at these graphics. Birmingham.
2: April May. <laughs> we had a uh, request, but we're going to go right on singing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We've already got the request, he's on the stage, so we'd like to see some. Why don't uh, you start with that knocking up song? The,
3: the,
2: knocking up, the knocking up The knocking up. The monkeys meant the knocking
1: up. You yes. know, knocking. You when love comes knocking? Yes. So what? Oh wow. Oh, interesting. Well, that's that's about it for the clip here, though. I, I think, think it, so. Yeah. It's gonna wrap up before All it gets any right, more. I'm next gonna one. stop it right now. Me too. But uh, yeah. Wow. That was something else. That's a else. different look at the monkeys for sure. For sure.
0: I, here's a question now. So mm-hmm. looking at these monkeys here and they've got like a whole act, a whole skit that costume changes and all that stuff. Like it's more of a comedy act with music as well or music with comedy act. But anyway, yeah, yeah. do you think now when it's so like the Mike and Mickey show where it's just yeah. like there's no more comedies, there's still talk and still have funny things to say and stuff. But yeah. do you think like the, he he appreciated just going out there and doing song 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 more of a concert, or do you think Mickey really likes doing these kind of things, with like a skit and all that stuff?
1: That's a good question. I think it um, I think it kind of serves both sides of what why people are into the monkeys. Yep, people love the music, but they also love the guys and mm-hmm. they love the guys being silly, and like. Like we The show we saw, it was like packed with tunes, and oh, yeah. I just looked up the set list for this particular show at the Birmingham Hippodrome in Birmingham, England, and there's the 33 songs, including the uh, the encore. Would you like me to, to go through it real quick? Yeah, hit me up. All right. Last Train to Clarksville. Little Bit Me, Little Bit You, Pleasant Valley Sunday, Cuddly Toy, No Time, Your Auntie Griselda, I'll Be True to You, Going Down. Shades of Grey, Zilch, Randy Scousekit, I Want to Be Free. That was then. This is now. Valerie, a uh, Bach thing that uh, Peter does on the piano. Then uh, Through the Looking Glass, MGBGT, Every Step of the Way, Cripple Creek. Man, I wish we would have seen Every Step of the Way in between there. But, uh, <laughs> and yeah, then uh, when, oh, it's like an acoustic thing. There's a little acoustic set which includes uh, When Love Comes Knocking at Your Door sometime in the morning, which would have been awesome, uh, Take a Giant Step, which Peter does, Good Clean Fun, which Davy does, hmm. and Papa Jean Blues, which Peter does. And then uh, Mickey does uh, What Am I Doing Hanging Around Acoustic, similar to what we just saw on TNN, I'm sure. And then they plug the instruments back in. They do She, they do It's a Nice to Be With You, one of your favorites, uh, for Pete's sake, Stepping Stone, Daydream Believer, then they scoot, then they come back, and then they do – it says Diddy Diego war chant, but probably that weird-ass 80s rap version of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then listen to the band, then I'm a believer, back on the plane. No,
0: that is a lot of music. Holy smokes. Even then they do this comedy acts and all this stuff. It's like a four-hour show, like Bruce Springsteen.
1: For real. It's like three albums worth of tunes, plus all the sketches (laughs) and probably extended goofing around of certain songs and like it was a long ass show for sure. And I don't know if every show is like this. I'm not sure how many shows they did in the UK or whatever. I don't think they played this show every stop in the States or whatever, but it's a a big, big show. Wow. We
0: look out, look out, (laughs)
1: get back, Jack.
0: I hope people enjoyed this special. It kind of just seemed like us talking about stuff and then talking over stuff.
1: But, uh, That's what we do here at Podcast true. Valley Sunday It's
0: true And if uh, anyone else has other like live clips Or talk show clips or something Let us know about them We'll check them out And maybe talk about them on another episode We got coming up here On Podcast Valley Let us know Valley what you were up to in
1: 89 How your monkeys fandom had developed by then
0: Yeah Or if you got into them later Just how did you get into the monkeys Let us know We're always into that For sure Indeed indeed So next time we'll be back We'll be hitting up the Random Countdown Doing the top oh, yeah. 50, obviously not in one show, but we're going to start at number 50 <laughs> and yeah. start getting into the goods.
1: I think we're going to do one song per show for the next for the rest of it. <laughs> the next
0: 50 shows.
1: we yeah, got to keep this thing going.
0: Yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, we hope you all dug it today. We dug it. I had a good time looking at these clips.
1: I dug as well.
0: Nice, nice. All right, y'all, so we'll <laughs> see you all soon, or you'll hear us all soon, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> So, from me, Paco.
1: And me, Jeff.
0: Have yourselves a Monkey's Little Evening.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.